All right, it's Thursday night on the fan pregame. Penultimate, I love using that word, show before the holiday break. Leafs pregame show will begin at 6.30. Justin and I will be joined by Josh Cloak. Battle of the QEW tonight, Leafs facing the Sabres. Always a fun one. I know lots of Leafs fans are trekking. They better not be listening at this point. They should be in Buffalo, yeah. but you are stuck on the QEW or the you border. You might be running late, though, listening to yeah, us. Yeah, you could be at the border listening, so best of luck with that. Uh, Joshua Cloak's going to join us at around 6.40 to tee up tonight's game. Haley Salvian is going to join us in a couple seconds here uh, to look around the Canadian NHL holiday wish list. I know there's a lot of fun things going around. I was just on Kipper and Bourne for five minutes. Everyone's got their, like, holiday spins, holiday vibes. Uh, but we're going to do something similar with Haley, but looking all across the NHL in the Canadian bracket. Yeah, we're going to ask her what the better gift is for every single Canadian NHL team. So she better be ready. I mean, we're, we're relying on her to uh, <laughs> prescribe the proper holiday gift uh, to every team and teams in need, some in need more than others, I guess. Yeah, we won't, we'll tease it, but we looked at all the Canadian teams and some were much harder to actually create like a wish list for. We're like, oh, I mean, that's kind of, I guess some teams are in a good spot and some, they, you, the wish list was quite long. <laughs> so mm-hmm. let's bring in Haley, Haley Salavian um, of The Athletic and, and CBC Sports at PWHL and all over the world. Haley, uh, welcome to the show. How's it going? Yeah, why do I do so much stuff? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I'm so tired. But yeah, I'm good. How are you? We're good. We're excited to do a little uh, look around. I know we, I don't know if we even really gave you a heads up. We told you we were going to do something of this sort, but it's, you know, mm-hmm. two days before the holiday break, you know, it's going to be holiday themed. So we've decided to put together a wish list and there's like one or two options for each team. So you're picturing okay. like Justin and I both have a gift in our arms and you're choosing mm-hmm. which gift is best suited for the team that's going to be receiving it. Make sense? Okay. Yeah, so you're putting me on the spot, and all the text lines across the country are going to hate me, and I think we're going to have so much fun. Listen, you're so in control, we're going to let you choose which team <laughs> you, you, want, you want to shop for first. How about that? You're in the store. Uh, ooh, ooh. Mm, let's go with the Canucks. Okay, the Canucks are uh, are an interesting one. Uh, we had trouble with the Canucks, <laughs> I think. Okay. But like, <laughs> and, and and I got to like one of the one of the gifts is this, uh, or one of the options is this. You know, when like I don't know, you're a kid, and like you get the reminder from mom and dad that it's not about the material things, mm. right? It's just about appreciating what you have. Maybe you're a little disappointed that night as a kid because you didn't have what you thought under the tree or in whatever <laughs> holiday uh, that you're celebrating. It just didn't okay, so work out for you. It's not, a, it's not a lump of coal. It's just a reminder to appreciate the things that you have. And Vancouver clearly has something pretty good this year. So one gift would be that. The kind of the hollow one, but a, a learning lesson. Appreciate okay. what you have versus a big fat extension for Elise Pedersen. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, this one's hard for <laughs> extension okay yeah it is it's the big shiny thing of course i think it's we're not in a point anymore where the like canucks should be celebrating like moral victories it shouldn't just be like woohoo like we're pretty good this year sign Pedersen long term as long as you can he's one of the top 10 centers in the nhl He's a stud, Pat Yeah, so the the reason, I actually thought the Canucks was one of the hardest ones because there were all these, like, tiny little stocking stuffers, but there wasn't a full gift other than, I guess, the Pat Patterson thing that we yeah. really thought of. And then when I was thinking about, like, what do Canucks fans, Canucks players 
you know, have the most angst towards. And I think it was feeling like they're underappreciated, underrespected. Okay. And so, yeah. and so that's yeah. what I was thinking is like, oh, maybe they that's would like respect. to feel that. Like, wouldn't they want to okay. feel the holiday spirit and the holiday joy? <laughs> so that's what's in gift number two. And I still think they'd get to have gift number two. And we'll, we can help provide gift number two to them. Yeah. Uh, but number one, you're well, right, is I they, walking them in. I hope they feel appreciated because I picked them first. And I also there you go. Yeah. I don't know if can I don't I don't know if Canucks I don't know if they are gonna want like other people to appreciate. I find Canucks fans to be like so funny, and like someone should study them one day. So Sean Gentilly, who comes on the station a lot, mm-hmm. him and Don Luce Trishan from the Athletic do the power rankings uh, every week, and obviously Canucks fans like hate Don deeply for a variety <laughs> of reasons, mostly because. Uh, he's like underrated Quinn Hughes and the Vancouver Canucks at every step of the way. Right. And I, Sean's mother has caught on to how much the Canucks fans hate Dom to the point where she's like worried about him and always asks like, is Dom okay? Oh, like, oh I saw a bunch of the comments, the power rankings today. Is he, how's Dom doing? <sighs> I just all, thought that was, yeah. I just think I needed to share writer, that. Eh? Yeah. Life of a hockey mm-hmm. writer, just uh, yeah. taking be gifted, shrapnel from everybody. Skin. That should be the gift that he receives this Christmas. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> let's pick a, we'll, we'll, we'll select you. So we'll put you on the spot for each month. Let's go over to the Oilers now. Um, they're okay. a team that has had some ups and downs to say the least this mm-hmm. season. So gift number one is a time machine to go back and replay the first month of the season. That's option one. Okay. Option two is a legitimate starting goaltender. <laughs> I think it's the goalie because I think the Oilers are in a place where they, like I don't think McDavid is so good. And we saw, I think he, at one point he had like 20 points in like nine games or something, yeah. some crazy stretch. Um, so when McDavid's going, they're going, I think, like you could go back and play the first season, but your goalie still sucks. So, <laughs> Yeah, and, and Connor McDavid still hurt. I mean, unless yeah. the time machine heals all wounds, then yeah. you still like might have been can, in that position anyway, right? Yeah, if you can go back in time and... They they don't change their defensive structure and like Jay Woodcroft doesn't you know maybe he's better and Jack Campbell is better and McDavid doesn't get hurt then sure but mm-hmm. I feel like I think no team has shown us that a goalie can torpedo everything more than the Oilers in the last few months so yeah I would say I would say it's the number one goalie for sure. Yeah, definitely. And if you were doing the time machine, you would just like go back and not sign Jack Campbell. Yeah, that, like that, that could be that part of be it. That, yeah. So maybe yeah. the time machine is the thing, but if it's Once if you it have goes, the time no bounds, machine, you man, you yeah. can do whatever you, you want do, with you it. You do a lot of things with the time machine. Uh, go, yeah. back, go back one month, and if it doesn't work, like just go back. Keep again. going back. Just keep going back. <laughs> just keep maybe trying. Maybe yeah. it is the time machine then. Okay, let's go to the yeah. Flames. Uh, and this one I think was pretty easy because it's like either or, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Either the Flames. You go out and get one of those things. You know, you're doing like a garage sale. You get like a little thing that can write labels and uh, assign value. You're the every, only one who lives in a house every, here. We live in condos. There's no garage sales. Well, I haven't had a garage sale yet. But I'm <laughs> buying one of those things maybe for the flames <laughs> that puts a value on everything, whether it's a dollar, two dollars, you know, a future first round draft pick, whatever. Uh, you're going to assign value to everything on the team with this device. Or you're going to sign contract extensions with Lindholm and Hannafin. Blow it up. Get the label maker. Mm. The Flames have been in the mushy middle for so long. Like, if we're truly thinking, like, the last time they, 
when I was covering the team, obviously they um, they beat Dallas in the first round. Johnny Gaudreau, Matthew Kachuk have unbelievable years. They lose to Edmonton in round two, and then you know everything kind of falls apart that summer. Johnny Gaudreau leaves, Matthew Kachuk gets traded, and I think honestly get the time machine <laughs> and go back to that <laughs> summer and don't don't make the Huberto deal. Like mm. take the deal that gives you the first round pick and the future assets. Like don't don't try to minimize the damage, like retool from there. I think it's time. Um, I think the team has been too good to blow up and too bad to do anything consequential um, too many times (laughs) over the last decade, right? Like how many times the Flames just, you know, made it to the first round and lost or missed the playoffs. They make the playoffs one year, they miss the playoffs the next. They draft um, 13th overall, 12th overall, like I think they need to pick a lane and they already tried to pick the lane where it's like, let's blow open our, um, let's keep our competitive window open and it hasn't worked. So I think they kind of need to steer into the skid. So get the label maker. It's time. Yeah. I hate to say it, but like Huberto isn't even on the like driveway. He's on the curb and it's just like one of those free mm-hmm. items. That's just like, just take it if it's, if it's there. Oh, right. Justin, I mean, it's okay. He's making a lot of mean. money. That was so in the mean. context of the NHL, where's your holiday spirit? I'm just saying context of the NHL. I'm not sure he's going to bring anything Christmas. back. Wow. Oh. All right, uh, Kate, Justin wants me to say this one because he's worried. So yeah, I'm not sh- worried. It's your turn. I, it's my turn, <laughs> but I made a funny joke about Winnipeg yesterday. We were talking okay. about, who, who do we have on that made oh, a no. joke, a pun about the Jets? Frank, Frank made a joke about there's no runway. And I said, well, they don't have an airport. Ah, ha, ha, ha. It was a joke. Oh. Justin was like really concerned hey, that people were going to come at me. I'm just saying, like, let's, okay, let's make Winnipeg, sure we got the facts. Jets fans... I hate that joke. Exactly. Nobody okay, said anything I, I because they knew say, I was wholesome. <laughs> I have to say, I I thought that they actually didn't have an airport. Oh, you believe? Oh, like, that's I, tough. I, okay. I was like, wait. So how do you get there? And they're like, wait, are you? Are <laughs> okay, you? That, see, that's wait, worse, Haley. Okay. Yeah, I so, shouldn't have said that. Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> we'll let it go. Options? We'll erase that from the podcast. <laughs> okay. So for the Jets, there are actually two and a half gifts because one is kind of a joke. Okay. Uh, gift number one: fans <laughs> to come to their games. Gift Aww. number two: a Gabe Velarde statue. And Gabe, gift <gasps> number three: health for Kyle Connor. Oh. Listen, it's the health for Kyle (laughs) Connor, for me specifically. Mm. He is my starting left winger in my fantasy hockey pool, (laughs) and I am devastated. I have been just, like, checking out the waiver wires for a few weeks. It's going to be a rough six to eight. But I think Kyle Connor is, um, when we talk about elite goal scorers in the NHL, I I don't know if he gets talked about enough. Mm -mm. Uh, He's been unbelievable in Winnipeg. So I, I would say bring him back in the health, but the Jets have been really good this year. I, they've been better than I thought. And I didn't think they were going to be bad. I just didn't think they were going to be, you know, number one in the central uh, above the Dallas stars and the abs. You guys know, Ailish, you know, I love the Dallas stars. Yes. The Jets are one point up on them right now. I would say the Gabe Velarde <laughs> statue, if it's not going to be in Winnipeg, it could be at Jeff <laughs> Merrick's house. <laughs> is, oh, is that, is that like Jeff's new? It's his new sprung. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It feels it like the new sprung. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I know. I know that the uh, Gabe Velarde playing better than Pierre Luc Dubois thing is is uh, not great. Yeah, but it's it's not, a statue. The fans aren't loving that one. 
yeah, you but, know what? I mean, it's things fine. are okay in LA too. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah. it's uh, maybe that one is one of the few ones that works uh, for everyone. Okay, let's go to the Senators. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, uh, <sighs> option one here is going to be permanence in like hockey operations and the coaching staff. Like we know they're going through a transition phase here with Jacques Martin, et cetera. But mm-hmm. the gift would be, okay, you have who you want running the show and you have the coach that you want. You're, you've kind of tra- you're fast forwarded to that point where you actually have the people in place that you want to build around. And then option mm-hmm. B, gift B would be a trade of significance to shake up the mix because for whatever reason, they've got the talent, they've got the contracts, they've got a lot of what they want to build from. And yet it still mm-hmm. doesn't feel like it seems good or it feels like yeah. it's going to mesh right. So a trade of significance that is a beneficial one, like they're not giving away a player or permanence within the hockey operations. Yeah. Oh, I think that's a really interesting one. I feel like I'm going to go with the trade of significance because as much as I like Ottawa and as much as I like so many of their core pieces, like you're right, it just feels like there's something missing. And maybe that thing that was missing was the system in which they're playing and maybe Jacques Martin can spruce things up a little bit. Maybe they can play a different style than the DJ Smith one and maybe that will work with the core that they have. Um, but I also can't help but feel like the the team that Pierre Dorian put together just like isn't good enough in some ways. I think the blue line is like for a long time been an issue. The goalie decisions that he made as general manager, like that that um the so the Matt Murray deal was not good. I mean, then the the trade for him in Toronto was not good either. Mm-hmm. Um and the Jonas Corpusalo deal looks like bad already. So I, I would I would even go a little bit further and say it's a trade of significance for an actual number one goalie because you've got the goods in Stutzla, Claude Giroux, Drake Batherson, Brady Kachuk, uh, Jacob Chikrin, Josh Norris, like Jake Sanderson's a stud. Like you need a goalie. Um, you can't turn into the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> so, unless you had a time I'm going machine. With a trade. <laughs> unless you have a time machine. Unless you have a time machine and instead of becoming the Ottawa Senators, you become the Edmonton Oilers. Oof, uh, these gifts are getting more complex by the minute. <laughs> yeah. what, what store are you shopping yeah. at, Haley? Uh, <laughs> I need to find uh, I need to find that on uh, online shopping because we're running yeah. out of time. Um, okay, so let's mm-hmm. go to a, a, the next gift. Uh, this one is close to the home here in Toronto. It, it does require acquisitions. Um, either okay. box number one, the best defenseman on the market. Box number two, a premium third line center. Ooh. Mm. Defender. Ah, uh, ooh. Oh no. Oh, we stumped you. I'm going to I'm going to go defense. Okay. Why is I'm that? I'm going to go defense. Um I just think that is so imp- Oh shoot. I don't like this. This one, I knew you were going to do this to me eventually because <laughs> I'm trying to think of what's more important in the playoffs. Um, and I feel like having good D, but also like center depth is very important. But I, you know what? I think because the goalie depth chart in Toronto is just fine, mm-hmm. I'm going to go elite number one defender who can, you know, maybe clean some stuff up in front of those goalies. Because well, um, Toronto has a ton of great mm-hmm. stars up front, but I think the blue line has left. Like that was my biggest question about the Leafs heading into the season was their defense. Mm. Um, and it's only become more of a question with injuries and, and the way that, you know, some of those players 
had looked like Klingberg was just bad. Um, and that's what most people should have expected. Um, so I'm going to go with defense. It's it's not like a Max Domi question, but it kind of is. And it's not because it's a premium third. Like if you can upgrade uh, to a significant level, maybe yeah. you lean the centerman. But a lot of the conversation around Toronto, yeah, is is Max Domi the guy you're going to take into yeah. a playoff series. You can upgrade without being premium, but I, I do think I agree. Like, Domi was- you need Domi that was defenseman. Good in the playoffs for Dallas, so he like was, maybe he he'll was. figure it out eventually. I think the biggest shock to me is that like Bertuzzi hasn't just been like electric. Mm. So I feel like I'm still waiting for like Bertuzzi and Domi to really hit their stride. I mean, we're in December, so at some point they're going to have to do it or not. Um, but I feel like Domi was good for Dallas in the postseason. He probably plays a style that does well. I'm going to go with D, even though. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna go with D. Well, we're gonna find out if Brad Free Living was on the nice list and maybe he gets both gifts this holiday really? season. You never know. It's not out of the question. Two things can be acquired under the tree. Yeah. Uh we got one more team to go through, and that is the Montreal Canadiens. So this one is a, a similar item, but uh yeah, it is. Okay. So option one <laughs> is a pair of running shoes. Now the running shoes signify taking a stride forward. Going forward at the trade deadline. Fire it up, boys. Let's go forward. Option two is a pair of slippers to slow down, to embrace the rebuild, to maybe tank, to maybe take a step backwards and to reevaluate before you take a step forward. What should the Habs do? Oh, well, I feel like, I think if you asked Habs, I would be curious to know what, like, Habs fans would say because I wonder if they would want the running shoes. But Mm -hmm. I don't feel... And I think it's because I'm not a Montreal fan and I'm not like a fan of any team. Like I just thinking objectively, I don't think there needs to be any rush there. I, I, I think Cole Caulfield and, and Suzuki are great. And I think they've got some good pieces there, but I don't know if they have the core that is going to win once they start being a playoff team again. So I would say, slow it down, get a couple more really good draft picks, and see what you can do. Get the slippers. Be yeah. cozy. Everybody wants slippers. It might be know? one more year of slippers. <laughs> one more year of the cozy yeah. option. Then you can then you can like, you know, show off your athleticism and, yeah. and try to propel yeah. this thing forward. It does feel like that just might be the case. Like that just might be the reality. And even if they wanted to try, uh, if you're out of it at that point, like there's no sense, I guess, in really being too ambitious at the deadline yeah. but we'll see where they end up because they are uh you know there are they're not out of it that's for sure uh let's do one mm-hmm. bonus round here Ooh. pwhl round uh <laughs> teams or mascots would be team names excuse me or mascots being option a option b Kalish <laughs> forfar returns to action free agent joins a team and uh <gasps> that storyline wow was this a surprise for Alish? oh i'm going with the a- i'm Put that under the tree. Oh, God. Right now. No. The question is, what team does she go to? Ailish Forfar mm. on PWHL Montreal for one day. Should I get to play with my best? You could actually be like living out of dream. Listen, listen first. Ailish Forfar mm. on the top line with Mary Philippe Poulin and Laura Stacy. Nobody plays defense, and they set her up for a tap-in, and then she retires again. Oh, I think there's a chance. Yeah. I think you could hang on that line for, I, a, for a while. Oh. I don't really there's just something dig there. the puck out of the corner, Alish. Mm. Give it to Poulin in the slot, yeah. and then Go retire. Back. I, I, and I would like, do anything. I would put a jersey on and retire at this point. 
Well, right. Just, it's funny because I want to get like a quick tidbit from you. I know you're doing some PWHL stuff to come, and it's going to be amazing. The inaugural broadcast around the corner, and CBC will be. Yeah. You'll be on that panel. It's going to be amazing. Um, we don't have like so much time to go through each team. So, like, maybe <laughs> which team is looking for a fourth line grinder, someone with some good vibes, <laughs> locker room DJ, uh, energy bringer. You know, maybe isn't in the best shape, but like loves the game. Like, who, who's looking for that? Because that's me. I think the team with the best vibes right now that I've heard of is Ottawa. Oh. Like they've got some like fun players. Carla McLeod is like mm-hmm. very cool. Like I think I've heard, I think they've got the right like people and not to say that vibes aren't good at elsewhere. Um, but I feel like, I feel like Ottawa, if you're looking for some fun, they're going to sell out their first game. They're probably going to set a record 8,000 fans in the building. You should go and relish that. Yeah. Play well, some I'm cool music. Crash and bang with like Emily Clark or something. Mm. You know she's fun. Yeah. And again, then retire. Like don't don't hurt yourself. I don't want you to play too much. <laughs> she's really pushing the retirement thing. You know? Yeah. Well, I think you've said the word retire enough. Okay. I'm getting I'm getting the hint, like, Haley. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I think it would be cooler if you just did one game. Like don't play the whole season. Well, you know, maybe there's one. maybe an opportunity opens up down the road. They know where to find me. You know, they Should know. Should you be an e-bug? I would love to be an e-bug. I play uh, Friday nights and Sunday mornings at a beautiful arena in the city of our our own here, and okay. I'm around. So if they need an e-bug, you know, <laughs> PWHL Toronto, I can I can strap on the skates. I'm wearing a PWHL sweater today. To help advocate Amazing. for this case. From your season seats to the bench, is yeah, yeah, we yeah. could see that happening at, at Madame this year. I will do a do plug, though. Tickets? Oh, sorry. Go, Haley. Do you get tickets? Oh, I bought season tickets because I'm that big I of a supporter. That. I know. Oh, that's amazing. It's going to be good. They're nice. I got a good view of the, of the benches so I can size up who who needs to come off next game. <laughs> for yeah. me. I'll be looking them up. Yeah. Uh, but you've got a great, a great preview up on The Athletic, everybody that's wanting to know a little bit more um, who to be cheering for. Because I feel like it's fun. There's a lot of new fans coming into this too, right? Yeah. Which team should I cheer for? Well, I liked, I liked the Markham Thunder, my old team. But those, mm-hmm. those girls are scattered wherever. So who do I want to cheer for? Which team has the best vibes, et cetera? You can check that out. On the athletic, you wrote a really great one here with Shane as well, um, and I know you have lots of lots of content coming. So uh, we will definitely get uh, maybe a look around after that first week with all the inaugural games and see where we're at. Yeah. But I'll definitely be there on the first. So I'm looking forward to it, Haley. Amazing! Come and um, come up to the and we can you know say hello. I would love that. I'll bring my uh, I'll bring like a video of me playing and see if anyone's interested in like an e bug action. <laughs> I'll ask for your autograph. Okay, you there over. we go. That'd be so sweet. Um, all right, Haley. Well, thanks for playing along with our uh, better holiday gift idea. We hope you have a yeah. happy holiday. And I know you'll be working hard on the first, so don't have too much fun that night. Yeah, I think my call time's like 8 a.m. So I'm not... I'm for the not love of the game, Haley, we love it. You're dedicated. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll chat soon, Haley. Appreciate your time. See ya. That's Haley Salvian. Um, she is a part of The Athletic. And as I said, she wrote some really great previews of the PWHL. And, of course, she'll be on the inaugural panel of CBC Sports. And that will be at the Madame Athletic Center on January 1st yeah, at 1230. A, so be there. That is an early one. But that's a big, big day, big moment uh, for women's hockey, for hockey in general. Uh, it's pretty cool that Haley Salvian is going to be a big part of it on January 1st. I will love to put some bets on that. But, unfortunately, they do not play tonight. So I am going to this Leafs-Sabres game because it's going to be a good one. So time now for Between, Between the Lines, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Take a chance. 
Leaf Sabres tonight. It is usually uh, one full of goals and fun and chaos, and that's what I'm cheering for tonight. So I'm going to parlay the over seven and a half. Ooh. And Matthew's goal at plus 280. Now, over the last couple times these guys have played, the puck goes in the net. 42 goals in their last five meetings between these two teams. So it's a high-scoring affair, and I'm feeling that tonight. And who's harder than Matthews right now? So so averaging well over uh, seven and a half mm-hmm. per game. So that's uh, I think that's a good pick. I'm expecting goals in that one as well, and we'll break it down uh, after the break. I'm going to Sportsnet 360 tonight. The Clippers are in OKC. Usually I'm leaning toward my guy, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, but I'm kind of on the Clippers bandwagon here. I don't know if I'm like – I don't know if I can cheer for Kawhi Leonard yet. But I'm kind of cheering for what's going on with the Clippers. They're on an epic run right now. They did play last night, but they're plus 185 right now. Like, they're playing, like, the best team in the Western Conference and the best team of the Western Conference or close to plus money, plus 185, Ooh. even against the Thunder. I'm going to take it. I think it's a 50-50 game. So I'll take the Clipper, Clippers excuse me, at uh, big money to win in Oklahoma City. The Clippers. The Clippers. Kyle Clifford. Air. Not betting on Kyle Clifford. No, that's too bad. All right, that was Between the Lines brought to you by Bet Rivers. Take a chance. We'll be back on Sportsnet 360 and Sportsnet 590, the fan, for our Leafs pregame show as they take on the Sabres, a battle of the QEW. That's next.